I lived in the same trailer for most of my life. We moved there after my grandmother died and lived there for about 14 years. I was always picked on by the neighbors, so I did never want to leave the house when people were outside. When I found out we were moving, I was ecstatic. You mean I'll actually be able to go out and get some air without being confronted with people mooing at me? Sign me the hell up. We moved about a town over on this long street, so I would have plenty of space to walk around if I wanted. Seeing as how I was new to the place and bored out of my skull, not having everything of mine moved yet, I invited a friend over and we went walking that street. We see one of the neighbors a few houses down washing his bright red truck, and he stopped to make conversation. Oh, you guys just move in? And the sort of nothing seemed too off about the guy. A few weeks passed and I walked the street again. I am confronted by the same guy. Hey, you want a job? It pays $20 an hour. Uh, no. Considering this is the second time I've ever spoken to the guy, no, I don't want your shady-ass job. Visibly not having any of this, I tried to get out of the conversation without too much fuss. I figured that would be the end of it because he probably saw the guy he met twice was really not comfortable talking to him and left me alone. Wrong. A while later, I pass by his house again, and he isn't outside. I go for a short walk, and when I come back the way I came, there he is, smoking a cigarette out on his front porch. He asks if I thought about his job offer. I say, no, I'm still thinking about it, to which he starts grilling me. For $20 an hour, what's there to think about? After clearly not wanting anything to do with this, he threatens to report me. To what? The only thing I'm able to think of is unemployment, which given I'm not on unemployment, I would say they don't care. Winter strikes and it's about 9pm. Going stir-crazy inside, I need some air. I don't want to walk all the way down the hill I live on because I'd rather not slip and fall. Reluctantly, I walk my street. When passing by the house, I see him staring at his window. I pass by his house a few more times before getting creeped out and heading to the other side of the street. After walking around there for a little while, I see the guy from afar, come running from his house, stopped at the street looking for something. I stand in the dark waiting for him to go back inside. Don't ask me why I did this, cause to be perfectly honest, I kick myself for it to this day. I decide to walk that road one more time, just to get the rest of the energy out of my system. I would then head back inside, and not think about this creepy motherfucker ever again. Passing by his house still staring out his window. After passing, he comes out for a cigarette. I deliberately try to avoid him. Noticing this, he pulls on the screen door of his house. It makes a lot of noise, so I hear the door open. Not being an idiot, I know he did this to make me think he went back inside. I decide, alright, enough of this fucking game. I'll walk past and just go home. And of course, he tries to talk to me about that job. You could afford shoes that fit you if you had that job of mine. I had been wearing shoes I got from a friend because no one else in their house was using them. Big ol' winter boots. I ignore him, after which he swears at me. I have totally stopped walking on that road. However, my mom had seen him pulling up to me when her and I were bringing laundry out to her car. Upon seeing me, he slows to a seeming stop and looks as if he wants to say something. Upon seeing my mom, he decides that's not a good idea and drives off. I do not plan to walk this road again if I don't have to. His truck is usually gone on the weekdays, so I figure those days I'm safe. However, if I ever have to walk that road, as it's a much faster way to get into town, 
I definitely try to have music blaring through my headphones, just so that if he is there, I don't notice him, and I can carry on with my day without thinking about the gigantic creep that lives down the road. This was about three years ago. A friend and I moved into a house on the south end of Seattle, an industrial district on the Duwamish River. It was a nice-sized two-bedroom house, and because of the location, rent was very cheap. There were few other houses in the area, so we thought it would be a great place to host parties and shows and other various events, which we did, briefly. The one issue with this house was that the landlord was currently allowing two people to live in their RV parked in front. At first, things were fine. They were about five years older than us, but didn't mind us having people over, and for the most part, kept to themselves. Then, one night, we were having a planned meeting for a sort of punk rock swap meet. That was set to occur at our house. Bands, record swapping, stuff like that. Anyway, we were sitting in the living room when the sliding glass door opens and the wife from the RV strolls into our house, extremely intoxicated. She starts yelling at us, saying we had no right to be in her house. Turns out, they had been renting the house, but when they became unable to pay the rent, our landlord started renting them the RV. Eventually, the husband and daughter who was visiting came over and escorted her out of the house. We spoke with our landlord, and he assured us that he would tell her that if anything like this ever happened again, they would be evicted. Things were fine for a few weeks until one day, when I came home from work, to find that the sliding glass door in my room, which was always locked and had been in fact blocked by my desk since the day I moved in, was open, and our front door, also always locked, was wide open and my cat was wandering around outside. I talked to my landlord who then admitted that he never got the keys back from the couple when they moved out and also never changed the locks. We moved out the next day. The beginning of my junior year in college, I moved into a new house with a really awesome girl named Jess. One day after classes, my friend Meg and I were on the front porch smoking a blunt when this guy walked by. He then went up my driveway, which was shared by the house right next door, where he lived. He said hi and asked if I knew Jess. Jess had lived there before I did for a year, so he apparently knew her. I said, yeah, she's my roommate, and we made small talk for a second. I asked if he wanted a hit of the blunt. He took one and then carried on. After Meg had left, I was still on the porch just finishing up some classwork when that neighbor came out of his house and said hi again. He walked over to my porch and came up the stairs. I didn't think too much about it because he was really chill earlier. He went on to ask me relationship advice, but all kinds of weird stuff. There's this girl I'm talking to, but she's also sending nudes and hooking up with another guy. Why won't she do that stuff for me? I tried in the nicest way to explain that maybe she's not into him. He then asked me if I would hook up with someone right after meeting them and if I found him attractive. I definitely didn't want to hook up and I didn't find him attractive, but I said that also in the nicest way possible. Kept calling me beautiful and one of the sexiest girls he's ever met. The conversation got awkward so I excused myself inside and said I'd see him later. Later that night, I had just gotten back from hanging out with a friend. She dropped me off, and as she drove away, I was opening my door. My neighbor came swiftly out his, almost like he was waiting for me. He ran over to my house and posted himself up against mine, and asked me if I wanted to hang out. I declined, 
saying I still had classwork I needed to finish before bed. He was eager. We can do work together, then maybe cuddle? I declined again and again. He eventually gave up and was asking me more sexual questions, but about my preferences and if I would hook up with him. I kept deflecting and trying to leave. He eventually asked for a hug, which I also declined. He didn't give up on that one. He ended up grabbing me and pulling me in tightly into his arms and squeezing me, which left me feeling so sick to my stomach. I quickly pulled away as fast as I could, ran into my house, and locked the door. Some time goes by, and I'm cooking in my kitchen when I hear a knock at my front door. None of my friends were coming over, so I was clueless as to who it was. I peeked around the corner and saw my neighbor, and my stomach sank a little. Instead of answering the door, I just snuck myself into the bathroom and hid for a second, hoping he'd think I'd fallen asleep. Another three knocks came, and then another. Finally, silence. Then all of a sudden, he calls up my name through the open window next to my door. Amy? Uh, hello? Amy, I, I know you're home. I, I just have a few questions to ask. Amy? At this point, I was sick. I texted my friend Corey, who lived in the fraternity house just right down the street from me, to quickly run over here and act like you're here to hang out. Corey came and met the neighbor at my doorstep. I overheard the neighbor's conversation, which consisted of, Are you her boyfriend? She told me she was doing homework tonight, but now she's having friends over? Do you think she may like me? Can you tell me more about her? Corey did an awesome job at deflecting, and I opened the door to get him inside as fast as I could. The neighbor asked me to come outside real quick. I did, only because I felt safer with Corey just behind the door. He ended up asking almost the same questions from before, and ended the conversation with the can I have a hug line. I said I'll see you later, and ran into the house. The next day, Jess returned from her boyfriend's and I told her all about the neighbor. She surprisingly knew all about him and his ways. He had pretty much waited outside for her numerous times like he did for me, watched her run up and down the street and tried to hang out and hug and touch her as well. Jess eventually told her boyfriend about my encounters with our neighbor and went over to have a word with him. I'm not sure what he said, but the neighbor never made eye contact with me again. I'm afraid that if I didn't speak up and tell Jess, things could have quickly gotten worse.